Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello to my expanding family and community. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. I'm so excited to be here today, to be helping you today, and everything we're going to be talking about is so amazing. So welcome to this moment. Um, I want you to take a second, whether you're driving or walking or gardening or doing dishes, to just honor the fact that you're here. So when you have this time and you choose to listen to this type of information and soul-touching stuff, (laughs) you're choosing to step into your best life. You weave it into your life. You learn more. You expand more. You're thirsty for it. And that means it's yours. That means it's coming for you. That means it is you. So welcome. Welcome, Thirsty Seeker. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Um, I'm really excited to be here today. Today, we're talking about soul contracts. And if you've never tuned into the show before, what an episode to jump in on. This is going to be fun. But my name is Talia, and I am a mom of three. I have three kids. Almost 11 in like a month, um, seven and a half, and almost two. All my kids' birthdays are really close together. So for like some of the year, I'm going almost this, almost that, almost that. Um, I'm married to my soulmate. We've known each other since we were 14. That's a magical manifestation story in itself. And as I said, I live on Vancouver Island, which is this beautiful paradise that is a rainforest. So it's lush and beautiful. I'm an outdoorsy person. I've been to the lake like eight days this week. (laughs) Uh, Cue the Beatles song, right? Eight days a week. Okay. Um, So that's what I do. Nature, yoga, coffee, clients, (laughs) creating beautiful content. I'm an intuitive, I'm a channel. So I love to support people in one-on-one sessions and chakra clearing. And I do card pulling sessions at certain times of the year, depending on what I'm offering. So I like to just use all my gifts to help you to best, (laughs) you may have just heard my son outside, um, to best serve you. So that's a little bit about me. I've not always been this way. Obviously, none of us have ever been the way we are right now. It's been quite a journey of healing. I My big thing was a lack of self-love, a lack of self-worth that got attached onto my body and that being my identity. And if I was skinnier, I'd be better and always so insecure as a child and then hid that insecurity as a teenager by being funny and being social and smoking lots of pot and drinking and doing mushrooms and just doing anything to like not feel and not have to be with the uncomfortableness that I felt about myself, how much I secretly hated myself. And so it's been quite the journey. Um, My pain led to an eating disorder and addiction. And so I decided to heal myself after going to counseling and 
counseling forever, therapy, and then eating disorder therapy, and it still wasn't doing it. And so I decided to take it into my own hands, had an intuitive divine moment of clear guidance and knew that I had to focus on me and myself and self-love and that that was going to heal all the problems. So I really clearly heard that and knew that no more trying to fix problems. Instead, I need to start with me and really learn to love myself and to lean into my intuition and what I knew was right. So that was a massive turning point in my life. That was about uh, 10 years ago now or so, nine years ago maybe. And I started going to nutrition school and, and started helping people who had eating disorders and helping women that were lost in diet culture. And since then, my business has just evolved more into what it takes to make change, manifestation mastery, your intuition, developing your intuitive gifts, because as you hear, it was life-saving for me. And it's such a deep shift with you when you, you develop your intuition. And the other part that I weave in now is your soul's purpose. I love talking about the bigger picture and why you're here. So I combine all that into a unique medicine that is here to serve the people that it is here to serve. And if you're here today, that's you. And this is actually part of what we're talking about is... I am meant to serve you because you're here and you're also meant to share your light with me and with other people. And we all have this. We have something called soul contracts. So here you go. Let's let's dive right in. So first and foremost, before I launch in, anything that I speak, I just kind of want to put the disclaimer out there so I don't have to say it a hundred times while I'm speaking. This is how it feels to me. This is the energy and the information I have received through my own mediumship and and intuitive abilities, through teachers and courses I've taken and healers I've seen, and what makes sense to me first and foremost. So I'm about to talk about how I think it works, my truth, and also acknowledging that none of us really know how this works. And I'm sure it's like, you know, something that I can't even truly fathom. So that's another part of it is I'm trying to describe something that I know I can't even fully fathom the totality of how we're all connected. But as I launch in, I'm just going to do my best to translate, do my best to share how I see it. And anything that doesn't make sense to you, just schluff it off to the side. It's all good, right? It's like if I was sitting here being like, Italian food is the best food in the world and I don't care what you think and it's amazing and it really wasn't for you, you could just shove that to the side and be like, I like her, but she's really passionate about Italian food and it's just not my bag. So that's the same with this. Is I'm not here to offend or to take over your beliefs and I know you know that. Again, if you've made it to this podcast, I know that you get. We all are here to walk our own journey and find our own meaning of what the universe and God and all of this stuff is, right? So at any time you have permission to just disregard what I'm saying, but I also invite you to come with an open heart, come with an open mind. And when things do resonate, really feel into it, really allow yourself to ponder and expand because that's what you're doing when we're talking about this type of stuff. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I feel that with this person or yeah, I feel that you're expanding. So just let it happen. And I'm so glad that we're here and we're going to chat about this today. So soul contracts, 
So the word contract is very human. It's very like locked in, right? Like sign on the dotted line, which doesn't sound fun. So instead of really calling them contracts, it's kind of like soul agreements is actually the better way that I could describe that. And the universe as a whole, okay, we'll go big. The universe as a whole is constantly expanding. Space, uh, space, science has proven this. Space is constantly expanding. And I believe that divine love is also constantly expanding. It's an energy force that is only here to expand. And it expands through us, all of its little children, the people that, you know, came to do this human thing on earth, the star light forms and light beings on other planets, all the extraterrestrial, the nebulas, the black holes, everything is here to expand. And the universe as a whole, is expanding through all of this expanding. So yeah, this isn't like some light Saturday morning conversation, unless you're in my house and then it totally is. Um, But basically the point of it all is to grow and expand. You think of even a tree, right? If someone's like, what's its purpose? Maybe there's layers to a deeper purpose, but really growing and reaching and growing roots down and rising up is the purpose. You know, the grass that grows, the butterfly, what's its purpose? Well, to come here and, you know, transform and whatever, whatever else, it's about growth. It's about change. It's about expanding. So we are all doing that. We are all little aspects of the universe that is expanding, right? And so the universe's only goal, like I say, is expansion. So through all of its being, it, beings, it's the same thing. But the way that it seems to me is there's this absolutely por- perfectly orchestrated series of events that is always that are always going on. So this is kind of like nature and you say Sometimes it's like, oh, it's been raining for nothing but weeks and like, oh, and then it's drought and it's like, it's been sunning for nothing, you know, it's for nothing but weeks. Is that even right? Um, you know, forever. And it, we need rain. And, and I, I live through all of that being in, um, on the West coast of Canada. Sometimes we have really, really hot, hot summers. I used to live in the Okanagan, which is an area that gets really dry, like borderline desert, and people, you know, there's fires and all sorts of things. And then I live on the other side now on the island where there's lots of rain. And so people worry about, you know, the foundation of things and, and the rain doing damage and whatever else. But when you back back up, it's like it's all good. <laughs> yes, there's been summers that it's been really dry. And yes, there's been times when it was really, really wet. But all the trees around me right now are doing fine. The, the lakes, the rivers, the streams, you know, when there's extra water, it's just more filtering into the ocean, which dilutes our pollution and brings, you know, the water it needs for the perfect ecosystem. So all I'm saying is like, even within the apparent chaos of um, nature, it is all perfect. So <laughs> I know this seems like I've gone way away from soul contracts, or maybe you're just holding on to every second being like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But this definitely ties in together. So through everything, there is expansion and there's perfectly orchestrated events. And this is where souls come into this. And again, the way it occurs to me. So everything that is capable of feedback has a soul. So every ant, every tree, 
Anything that's alive, basically, that can either have life running through it, water, nutrients, emotion, anything that's alive in any form has a soul. But, oh, this is so, I just want to go off and then talk about spirit and talk about like how rocks, they don't have a soul, but they have the spirit. Anyway, that can't, that should be another episode. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. So anything that's alive has a soul. And these souls are, again, are here to expand. That is our entire purpose is opening up and expanding and letting love in and allowing transformation and expansion. So you as a soul have come here to live a journey and to overcome certain things and to ultimately get higher to consciousness and remember source and sort of that divine love that's ultimately what your soul is here for is to grow and change. And, and just like you are right in this lifetime, in this one lifetime, you came to experience things and evolve and your body changes and your life changes and you move through. And that's the same as the soul. It's just on a bigger level. So within this, we have, you know, some people believe in karma or um, sort of the energy that carries from life to life. And I actually do. Karma feels right to me. So karma to me in this way is, I believe it's in, from India, right? Uh, I believe everybody here can probably let me know that. Um, and it's, it's about evening the scales. So all, it's not about if you do something bad, something bad's going to happen to you. Yes, if you put out negative intention and, and, you know, dark energy, yes, it comes back to you, of course. But this is more about like balancing the cosmic scales lifetime to lifetime. So in some lifetimes, it's your karma to be certain things. And in other lifetimes, it's your karma to do this or that. And it's all kind of evening out you as a soul. So in this, we have players and the best way I can describe it is that our souls are born in clusters. Our souls are born at a certain time and move through with other souls. So again, when I say time, I'm aware that time doesn't actually exist, but I got to make this understandable so that we can start to understand how this works. So our, our souls are born at a certain time, which is why we talk about like, oh, some people are star seeds and some people are this, that, and it's about like their soul's purpose. And it's because there are blooms of, of souls being that were being born. And so now uh, there's a lot of people who identify as old souls, which I've talked about here on the podcast, the people like you that are highly intuitive and creative and want to help other people and are here about the universe and manifestation and really like that type of, in, you know, um, you're really interested in those types of things. Your soul is now getting older, but you were born, your original soul, your soul was born in a cluster of other souls. And these are your soul family and your soul community. So I, again, believe that you're born in quite a large cluster. 
And then within that, you have an inner circle. And this is where we talk about soulmates. This is where we talk about, you know, the people that you're like, I don't know what, but like, we've done this before, or we have some crazy connection. And first and foremost, I don't think soulmates are just romantic. I actually think that we have certain people we choose to have a really harmonious, beautiful relationship with that are our soulmates. It can be a best friend. It can be an animal. It can be a lover. It can be, um, you know, even like a teacher or someone that really changed your life, you can have these people in your life and you can have multiple ones. And also the people who trigger you the most, the biggest problems in your life, those persistent people, a lot of times they're family members. They are people maybe you've known since childhood or something like that. They're also soulmates and they agreed to help you learn certain things. So maybe they're here to teach you patience or forgiveness, or as you go on your spiritual journey and you're trying to see people as source and as divine love and not be judgmental, maybe they'll be your biggest teacher because they're the person you just want to judge the most, right? It's all about soul growth. So it doesn't mean it's fun, believe me. Doesn't mean it's fun and it doesn't mean it's all good times, but it's here for your growth and expansion. So basically, I would even be as bold as to say pretty much every single person that comes into your life has a soul contract with you. When I feel into that, my guides, it feels true. Everyone has a soul contract. There's this higher intelligence moving the pieces beyond what we can see. So even the cashier or even the person who's your mortgage broker or your dog walker, they have a reason for interacting with you. And it's not always that they're Um, something massive. It can be very simple things like say it is your cleaner. Maybe you hire someone to clean your house and you hire someone and they start to feel like family or you just really care about them and you're inspired by their story or you you just really connect and this person really wants to take care of your house and always leaves it so clean and you feel great in your space. That person could have had a soul contract to come in and support you with getting supported, with you know, you being able to look after you, asking for help, not being afraid to invest in yourself. So there's, and there's many reasons we're all intertwined. So the first thing I kind of want to point to today that I want you to kind of take forward with you is if you were to ask your true self, depending on how intuitive you are, how much you practice this stuff, why is this person in my life? to just the first few people that come up, right? And it could be someone like your husband, your best friend, though sometimes are really easy. Like my best friend, what up, Jen? I know you're listening. Um, When I think about why she came into my life, it was to show me unconditional love. It was for me to allow in a girl, a woman into my life because I was guarded against women and I didn't have a lot of, I didn't have any girlfriends and she really taught me a lot about that. Also, we've always like, um, Jen, I'm going to start telling everybody our story. Um, we've, we've struggled a lot at the same time, but we've also been high at the same time and low at the same time. And we've always had this beautiful chemistry to be able to really help each other. And sometimes it's like, 
it, it just has always been beautiful. She always hears me and just knows what to say because she's known me forever. So when I look at someone like that, I go, she was here to give me unconditional love, support. It's my community when I always have felt alone. It was one actual physical person that I was never alone when I was around or talking to or just knowing she's out there. So you can look at the good people, in quotes, in your life, the easy relationships. What is something your child has been here to teach you? What is something your husband, your wife, your, you know, whoever, your dentist, maybe you always have great conversations and you start to see like, oh yeah, that person teaches me more than what's on the surface. So another example for me is my chiropractor. I'm not going to say what up because I don't think he's listening, (laughs) but we just get along so well. I can feel something so deep and he like talks to my body. I actually take my conscious mind out of it and just, he'll even say like, okay, release or something. And oh, thank you. And I'm like, I didn't even do that. You talk straight to my body. He listens. He gets me. I've had many chiropractors. He's something special. There's something there that is like he was a huge part, is a huge part of my healing and me getting supported physically, taking care of myself, my self-care, right? And offers me great solutions and belief in my healing and all sorts of things. So start to just look at the people in your life and ask yourself, why might they be in my life? And then as you get more and more brave, you can look at the people that, that you don't get along with. Maybe even the people in the past that you're no longer in contact with, but you always had a lot of friction, a coworker or, you know, someone that used to be in the family, like a brother-in-law that's no longer there anymore, or an ex-husband or something. Maybe there's times now where you can look back and go, why did they come into my life? What was that about? And I'm sure you'll start to find many layers, right? Like, oh, they taught me, you know, first love. And then they taught me, you know, that I don't want to be treated like crap. And then they taught me like, you know, there's, there's going to be lots of levels on what these people taught you. And then we can start to move to the people that are currently in our life, that are flaring up our senses, that are triggering us now, that are uncomfortable right now. And sometimes when I don't know why else they're in my life, or I can't quite pinpoint it yet, I will lean back and go, they are here to teach me non-judgment and divine love. Because if I could not judge them, if I could be that person to actually be radically honest with myself and not judge them and send them unconditional love, even to that person who is like just getting under your skin or making you mad or sad right now, who would you become, right? Being able to do that. So it doesn't mean you have to do that right now. Everything's just about calling you forward, all like what you're ready for, when you're ready for it. But at bare minimum, if you don't know anything else, try that on and go, maybe they're here to teach me patience, non-judgment, divine love, divine non-judgmental love, right? That can always be something that someone's here to teach you because that lesson isn't given to you once. It's given to you all day, every day, right? Say the assignment of non-judgment when you're trying to really focus on not judging people. You are quote unquote tested all day, every day. It'll be someone in the media. It'll be a friend. It'll be yourself. It'll be this or that or something else, right? You can practice non-judgment the way that you could practice patience or self-love. It's all day, every day. So when in doubt, people are here to teach you things like that, those broad lessons. So before I start wrapping up, I know this is a shorter episode than most. 
I want you to just start thinking and entertaining the idea that everybody is interwebbed or interwoven with each other. And you don't even need to know all the whys. You can't possibly fathom the hows, the people that are coming to you, why the people in your life have already come to you. You can't crack it all open. You can't solve it all. And you're not meant to. But what you're meant to do is marvel in the amazingness of how this whole thing works and how the people in your life are here to teach you and really being extra grateful for those people that have taught you incredible lessons. And I even look at people like my mentors, my coaches, someone like Dr. Wayne Dyer, who has been like my angel in my life. People like that are also here purposely interacting with you, even when it's just through a podcast or through, you know, books or it's some celebrity, but their story massively changed your life. These soul contracts aren't just with the immediate people in your life. They're with everyone because you wouldn't be right here in your town, listening to the things, browsing the web when you do, friends with friends and friends with friends of friends. You wouldn't be there if they weren't meant for you. You would be living in Sri Lanka, in your community, and you would be in a completely different place, right? You're, there's no mistakes. So it's not like, are the people in my life, I wonder if it's on purpose. It is 100% on purpose, including your mom, your dad, your sister, your annoying cousin or nephew or aunt or whatever else, the people that trigger you the most and the people you love the most, the coworkers, the boss, everybody. Everybody is here because even the police officer that pulls you over and gives you a speeding ticket, if you truly ask yourself, why did that guy come into my life? Maybe you got to slow down, girl. Maybe you got to be careful. Maybe you were going too fast. Maybe it's a nudge to not be distracted while you're driving or to be going too fast or whatever. Maybe it saved you from an accident up ahead. You don't know. But when you can lean into trusting that that person came into my life for a reason, you start to have these little namaste moments with people, I like to call them. Namaste moments, right? Namaste means the light in me sees the light in you, roughly translated. The source in me sees the source in you. So when you can see people as contracted into your life on purpose, you can start to kind of twinkle in their eye and go, I don't know why you're here, but thanks, right? You can start to marvel in the magic. You can start to appreciate the grandness of all of this. And to kind of bring this up another level, the key players in your life, whether you love them or you hate them, when I say the key players, right, you know who I'm talking about, the parents, the best friends, the person that broke your heart, the first marriage that fell apart, your current husband, your children, your wife, whoever the key players are in your life. They are all here on purpose and you chose them all. So not like you in a lineup went, I choose you, I choose you. It was a co-created thing. The way that like if I was hiring for someone on my team and they applied and then I said yes, it was a co-creative thing, right? So they don't apply like a job, but you co-create. So for an example, and I say this in so much love and possibility, right? This is a beautiful thing to realize there's something bigger going on. But for example, say a mother 
gives birth to a son. And then when the son grows up, he becomes an addict and it wrecks the mom. Like she's so stressed and it's the worst thing and whatever else. And there's lots of ways that could go in life, right? Maybe she could drown herself in addiction, or maybe she could learn to forgive and maybe he gets sober, maybe he doesn't, whatever it is that happens. When they die or they get the opportunity to have the bigger perspective or say we were to flash before that lifetime, there's a conversation or an interaction where she needs to learn, say it is unconditional love for my children, no matter what. Or maybe the son ends up passing away from the addiction and the mom was here to learn how to heal from grief and goes on to write books and help others heal and saves others from addiction. They both would consent to that. The, the, the person would say, I'm going to come in, or not the person, but the soul at this point, I'm going to come in and be the mom that loses the son. And the son or the other soul says, okay, I'll be the son because I'm here to learn X, Y, Z. And sometimes there's also almost like taking one for the team where the son might go like, I'm going to learn this and this in my early life, but then I will help you by being the addict that ends up passing away. I'll end my life sooner so that you can also learn what you're here for. And there is this interaction. So when I say this, I feel like in some ways I don't need to say this to you because you're my community and you get it, but I'm never, ever, ever saying, and I almost actually went back and deleted that example and used something else because I'm never saying that you chose this so get over it or you chose this so it shouldn't hurt. Using the example of something like losing a child is not something I take lightly. I have three children. It's not about getting over it or allowing it or pretending it shouldn't hurt. This is simply the bigger, 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 bigger picture of how our souls interact and actually help each other. And when you pass on or that person passes on that lost the child, they will see that too. Immediately, the moment they pass on, everything is released. All the grief, all the holding on, all the everything, and they go, oh yeah, And then there's even a thank you. Thank you for doing that for me. That was intense, but my soul sure grew, right? So everybody has contracts with each other. If you've ever thought that person is like, I feel like we've done this before. I feel like I've known you forever. You have, especially you listening to this, being an old soul, our souls came in at the same time. Our souls were are here to complement each other, you and me and the people in your community and the people that you're interacting with right now. So the last part I wanna say about this is when you can start to use soul contracts to your advantage and really start to lean in, you can get into a type of flow that creates some insane magic because it's a whole other level, right? So how we start to use these soul contracts and start to use this concept to our advantage is I'm just going to talk in Talia language because that's how it (laughs) occurs to me. That's all I know. But when someone buzzes your heart or twinkles your heart, uh, your intuition flares up. Um, When there's a series of events that brings you with someone, whether it's something like this podcast or it's a friend in your life, a job opportunity, um, whatever it is, right? Anyone. Whenever there's any series of events, when any, it, whenever it seems like there could be a little magic involved, when it buzzes you, 
when you go, I don't know why, but I want to be around that person. I don't know why, but I want to learn from them. Especially the people that are calling you forward. So something like this podcast or authors or mentors, we are meant to lean into those people. And then in the exact same way, the people that you feel called to help, the people that come to you for advice, or maybe you feel like you have a niece that you just need to look out for, or you have a neighborhood kid that you like bread ice cream to. I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, the, the people in your life that you feel called to help. Maybe there's someone at work that you just feel compelled to have her see her beauty or show her she's not alone. You are also being called to help. It's a ladder. It's a circle. We are all giving and receiving. So for you to move forward, lean into the people that call you forward that buzz your heart. And when they buzz your heart, act on it. Read the book, right? Take the course. If something comes into your life and you keep hearing about Brené Brown over and over and over, that's a contracted thing to pull you into what she's talking about right now that's going to help to be your next level. Or when you listen to this podcast, or maybe I'm talking about my membership and something in you goes like, right? It's the same with anything else. I will do that. That's a lot of times how I get my podcast guests, actually, the beautiful souls that have come on this show. I'm listening to one and I hear them speak or we somehow connect and I see a buzz. Sometimes I, I have tons of people reach out every single day offering to want the wanting to wanting to be on the podcast. And um, when they buzz me, that's when it works. That's when I write back and when we connect and we make it happen. So following the buzz is like you two have an interaction to make. So the, the guests that come on here, there's some of them that we've gone on to do other collaborations. There's other ones that, you know, I've worked with one-on-one now um, and different things. Or maybe it was just the conversation that I get beautiful f- feedback from you saying that conversation changed my life. That conversation was so inspiring. I love that guest, right? So that is all of these interwebbings of these soul contracts that we have. And again, like I was saying, I was going to wrap up like 10 minutes ago, um, embracing that, just taking on the possibility that that is true and that people are here to teach you something. And if not something really obvious, it's patience, it's forgiveness, it's non-judgment, it's surrender, it's the assignment of trying not to be right all the time, (laughs) trying not to control things. So just really, until we connect next time, just really sink into that and ask, what is this person here to teach me? And as I mentioned right at the beginning, some people it's going to be really easy to see and other people it'll be more difficult, but that's okay. And that totally doesn't matter. And if you can't see right away, just be like, okay, I'm open and available to what this person is truly here to teach me. So my love, until next time, really soak up the medicine in life. Lean into what life is offering you. Lean into where you're being called to go. Don't be afraid to expand. This is why we're here. Push yourself a little bit, whether it's learning a little more, investing a little more, a little more self-love. Stay a little bit longer in the bath. Stay a little bit longer out when you go for a walk. Do something beautiful for you. Push your edge. Keep expanding and know that everyone is here to support you. Everyone is here in your life, soul contracted, to actually help you move forward. I love you. I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful day.
Hey love, I hope today's episode resonated deep with you. If you loved what you heard today, let me know on Facebook or Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. I love seeing the screenshots of you guys listening to the show as well as your big takeaways. For real, come hang out. I am so excited to expand my tribe and connect with you always. So until the next episode, sending you so much love and light. You are rocking it. You're exactly what the world needs. <laughs>